0: good evening and welcome to the show what a jam-packed two hours we've got in store for you tonight we've got my first ever interview with the brilliant Consuelo Shivalato Cordi, Album of the Week from Bjork and Usual Madness thanks of course to Steve and Barry as always let's kick off with this one Christine from Susie and the Banshees. Well, you may spot a theme developing here for this show, advertised on Facebook as well. wonder well, if you can guess what it is. Well, the extra Fan Club got in early tonight. They're loving the show, and could we have the pleasure of some Stephen Patrick Morrissey? Either you're the one, Fatty, or first of the going to die. Let's see what I can do. Maybe you have to come up next week for such a jam-packed show this week. But back to the classics. Back to back. the late great Amy Winehouse with Back to Black, now to my album of the week from our 1993 groundbreaking debut solo album, Debut, is the opening song and first single, Human Behaviour, from of course Bjork. Human behaviour from Bjork, and now my first ever interview. Hello. Hi, Consuelo, how are you?
1: Hi, Paul, I'm good, thank you, how good. are you?
0: Very good, thank you. You're here to talk about your Christmas album that you're recording.
1: Yes, thank you for inviting me.
0: Um, We're really impressed on the station with Christmas wow. in Your Heart.
1: We've <laughs> been you playing so
0: much. it a lot, and it's a very catchy Christmas tune.
1: Um, I'm really grateful, I'm really as kind of you.
0: <laughs> so, how did you come up with the idea?
1: Uh, Christmas in your heart. Basically, I live far away from my family, so I'm originally Italian, although I have a Spanish name, just to confuse everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, for most of the year I can't be with them. Um, So particularly during lockdown when the whole world shut down and people couldn't be with their loved ones, I thought of this idea where if you've got people in your heart you've got Christmas in your heart, basically, you have love, you are loved, you're not alone. It's so it's fine.
0: powerful stuff, isn't it? So I think that comes over in a record. Oh, thank you. So was it hard to come up with original ideas for Christmas no, songs?
1: No, actually, I, ha- I have some, I know a lot of people go through um, creative blogs, I'm the other way around. I have too many ideas, I don't have the time or the money to develop them. Yeah. Um I've been watching. I've been lucky that my husband, being a f- football um, fan, he has a, a Sky subscription, and there's a lot of Christmas movie movies playing all year round on the Hallmark channel. Oh yeah,
0: so yeah, I know it, I, yeah. I know
1: it. <laughs> so I watch it all year round. And be, July, March, I'm still watching Christmas, getting ideas from what they say and I always have a pad next to me, I always write something down, oh that's good, that would be a good title. So you've got
0: all these creative energies (laughs) that goes into these songs, because I always think about Christmas songs, I think everything to be said about Christmas has already been said, it's so hard to come up with something original because... You hear it from November onwards, don't you? All the yeah. Christmas songs. Every shop you go in is played Christmas songs. So, I think you have really nailed it. I think you've got <laughs> such good,
2: thank
1: you,
0: good quality for all those tracks, and everyone. And it seems to be slightly different as well. Tell me about about your uh, influences, because I've got the impression from speaking to you and what I've read about you as well that you've got a hundred and one <laughs> different influences, yes. which makes it really interesting and really unique. I think as well.
1: Yeah, so basically I was classically trained as a pianist uh, back in Milan and then growing up I was listening to a lot of film music and then from then uh, in my teenage years I've um, you know, moved from that into more jazz and pop, even dance music I started clubbing so all these ideas, all these rhythms, all these melodies as long as something is melodic I enjoy the genre, the style Um, And then I I wanted to pursue a music career, so I moved to the UK. Then I was exposed to a lot more different styles of music, singers and writers, piano-based. So I say that I created my, I don't know if anyone can say that they're unique, but let's call it a unique sonic signature from classical music down to melodic rock, pop and dance
0: so you've absorbed all these inferences all these different inferences you've absorbed it's mm-hmm. yes. what makes you you
3: so long I would teach my feet to
2: He's very understanding
0: With Kate Bush and before that Joni Mitchell's *The River and next back to our interview with Consuelo When you've got this idea for a Christmas song how do you decide where do you start where's your starting point, do you have the lyrics first or the melody first do you have the idea, a gem of an idea and you think I must try that, so where would you typically start in terms of writing your own Christmas song
1: uh, So, um, The majority of the time I start from a melody um, I'm walking around town, or I'm cooking, doing whatever, um, I turn my phone on, I have a an nap, and I record a the melody. Then I sit on the piano and I start to um, think about the chords, the structure, the harmonic structures or the harmonies. The lyrics usually come afterwards. Sometimes at the same time, while I'm humming a the song, then I can hear a word, oh, that would go well with the with a word that has so many syllables or if i'm watching a christmas movie and i've heard a line that, that it sounds like a great title then i might sit down and start writing lyrics rather than lyrics i'll be brainstorming ideas and then i will turn this into um um you know this concept into a song uh, so very much like um a, dire- a director buddha a movie director would write that I don't know whether that is the director or the person who writes
0: uh, I know what you mean yeah yeah.
1: so I would write the storyline so maybe from verse one would be in the past and then the pre-chorus would be now this is happening and then the chorus is now I'm here I'm feeling great and then verse two might be in you know in the past again yeah like that
0: so it's about your idea so do you know when you've got a melody do you know what type of song that's going to be does that conjure up Images and ideas from the melody you hear. Do you think from one particular melody, that's definitely Christmas? Or that one particular melody, oh, that reminds me of something that's going to be a summery hit that I'm going to have in the summer?
1: I can't tell right away what type of song it's going to be. Um, But sometimes I have an inspiration. I I have a melody and I think, oh, that sounds a bit like Coldplay. Uh, And then maybe I'll try and do lyrics. I'll try and write lyrics that are more empowering Uh, giving people, I say, the power, you know, to maybe overcome some obstacles or things like that. Or if it's something soppy, a bit like the one in Christmas in our heart, then maybe I'll turn that into Christmas. The most difficult thing about creating Christmas songs is you don't want them to sound all the same. Now, when I did my first Christmas single a couple of years ago, Santa, Are You Almost On Your Way, I did a lot of research because I had never done a Christmas song before. And there were things that people were saying, if you don't have it in a Christmas song, it won't sound like Christmas, like sleigh bells. But then you, cl- you listen to some other Christmas songs that they don't have sleigh bells, yeah. but they still talk about winter and loneliness. And, and, and so that's difficult to decide how you're going to arrange it you know sometimes yeah that, so it's a,
0: yeah. You can still have the, the quintessential christmas song
2: yeah.
0: without sleigh bells without other sort of things that people think you have to have in a christmas song yes. but for the christmas song in its own right and it stands up in its own right time,
2: time, time. see what's So
0: So you tell me about each of your Christmas songs. So You've done Christmas in Your Heart and you're releasing them every week, aren't you? Up until December, up until yeah. December the 15th, I understand, you that, said.
1: That's right. Yes, yes, Paul. So Christmas in Our Heart is the first single that came out November 3rd on all digi- major digital stores. Um, then on um, the second week, uh, the second Friday was uh, Don't Wait for Christmas to Say I Love You. Again, so this was about the fact that a lot of people rush around, never have time for each other, come to Christmas, go to the shops, buy a big expensive present and say, here you go, I love you, and send the card and and, and they think that they've done it all and that's it and they can forget about their relatives. And that's not right. I think the small things, go to your nan's house, clean the shed or something, you know, show the love all year round. That was the idea. Then last week was the turn of a precious gift of love. Now, I tried to be very inclusive in my Christmas album. I wanted to write an album that um, is for everyone to listen to, so didn't have particular religions or imageries about, say, Christmas crackers, which is an MUK thing, mm. or eggnog, which is particularly American. But I also wanted to include at least one song that celebrated my upbringing, I'm a Christian, and um, wanted to write a song about the nativity, So this song was inspired by the American group called Pentatonix, which is an a cappella modern group. So I composed the song, but it was arranged by Nick Girard, who is a fantastic arranger. Uh, He also sang on the song and he did the beatboxing and he arranged for the Pentatonix series in the US. So I was very fortunate to work with him. Um, This Friday, completely different song. Is called Christmas is better with you. It's about um, cats. <laughs> yeah, little kittens. So what inspired uh-huh. me was this friend of mine in Canada uh, was snowed under one year, and um, she had plans to go and visit family. She couldn't see anyone. All she had to spend to spend Christmas with was a little cat, uh-huh. and so that inspired me. The thought of this cat um, waking her up with its paws. On Christmas Day, as if the cat knows that it's Christmas and then comes tumbling down the stairs, latches onto the Christmas tree which falls down. <laughs> and then, the, 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 um, the, so not this week, but the week after... There's a song dedicated to puppies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The animal theme going on with your Christmas songs, But they're very visual, (laughs) aren't they? That's what I like about your songs as well. You said about sort of being a movie director and having these ideas and bringing them to life. You're doing that in your songs as well, aren't you? Next, we're going to hear Winter from Tori Amos. And then we're back to the interview with Consuelo. It drips gyps- me. Now back with Consuelo.
1: <laughs> so the song about puppies is called Have Yourself a Waggy Happy Christmas. Waggy as in waggy tail. <laughs> and this idea came because a lot of people think it's a good idea to go out there, buy puppy puppies a present... And then surprise someone who has not got a clue they're going to get a dog. And a dog is a big responsibility. And then they take it back. Mm. And it's like, you know, a dog is forever. You know, a dog is your best friend. You look after it. So I did this song. And then the last song, which is called um, Christmas is a Time for Peace, it's because uh, it was inspired by uh, having had an argument with my sister. It's all resolved now. That, That's uh, very
0: Christmassy, Have an argument <laughs> with your family over Christmas. Yes. What could be more Christmassy than that, Consuelo?
1: <laughs> exactly. So I wanted to inspire people uh, to reconnect yeah. uh, for, you know, in, in the spirit of Christmas, to, to be together and forget about arguments and disagreements and try and be there for each other.
0: Thank you. That was Consuelo. And next we've got Blondie Deathmatch, but more from Consolano later. Don't go away, listener. Blondie Deathmatch number four, eighth seed out of Lost Souls from the controversial album The Hunter versus 4th Seed Atomic. But which is the better song? Island of Los Souls' Blondie Deathmatch. Does it stand a chance against this monster? Bondy's Atomic. Well, it forced me this week to have the horrible job of letting you know which song would be leaving the competition. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say it's only lost souls who believe in the competition with pathetic 8% of the vote. Congratulations to Atomic through to the quarterfinals. and relax that was come to me by bjork from our album of the week next we've got champagne problems by taylor swift this is a clean version it comes to something we've got to check taylor swift songs for swearing but there you go such as the world we live in but i've been assured i've checked this is a clean version taylor swift with her champagne problems and then back to the interview with consuelo Sit there Problems Taylor Swift what exactly is a champagne problem I don't know probably a nice problem to have I'm not sure right back on the yogi tea tonight open the tea bag and what does the message say it says be guided listen to the whispers of the universe anyway back to the interview back to special guest star Consuelo Shivalotto Cordy how do you go about promoting a single in 2023?
1: It's mind-blowing. Is it? I don't have a team behind. I, I get, literally get up at 7am and I start as, on my diary every, every day. So say a song comes out on a Friday, so I have to put a... I promote mainly on social media, but I also use things like radio. I send emails to publications, radio stations, mags, magazines online that do blogs. Because I'm not a front-facing artist, so I don't gig, they want to know the story behind the singer. Uh, but I think that a songwriter is very much an artist. Not,
0: definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, it's all about the song. Exactly. It's all about the song, yeah.
1: <laughs> and I'm very much out there, you know, doing so the, these posts early in the morning. Then From a post, I have to make a story uh, to attract people to tell them there is a new post. And, and then it's, it's not just one platform, it's Facebook, it's Instagram, it's LinkedIn, it's TikTok, God knows <laughs> whatever, whatever else. And it all takes time. I talk to people word of mouth, I join communities, I'm part of the DIT Music, which is based in Canada. I'm part of the Songwriting Academy of Martin Sutton, who is um platinum um songwriter this is based in the uk but it's a worldwide community so i post on there i'm part of the world which is um, um a london-based again community uh, and they have um, a platform called slack so i post everywhere um i can't think right now but it, it keeps so you really be...
0: you're you advertising yeah. for a pa then
1: yeah. or a manager that can yeah. do all this for you yeah and, and you know the sad thing is that I hardly play my piano during the months that I have to promote or sing wow. it's all about the business yeah. and there's not a lot of return
0: I suppose because you're literally operating remotely yeah. via Facebook via computer all the rest of it you don't have that instant feedback yeah because you're Like Bob was saying earlier, you've got a single, you're releasing it. You don't know how it's going to be responded to by the general public. How do you sort of measure success?
1: What would help um, to turn, I say, to turn the ears around or the heads or the ears are up. up. Yeah. Yeah, Or the heads of the people that can make a difference is the number of streams. That's what it's
0: all about. Is it the streams? The streams. Yeah.
1: All the numbers of followers. This is really what it boils down to these days. I've just come back from um, an event uh, at Abbey Road Studios in London uh, where countless of talented people have recorded. Uh, the event was called Amplify and um, and literally um, they discover new artists aside from gigging by looking on social media or Spotify. But the first thing before they press play, they look at numbers. So there are some platforms like Submit Hub which are legitimate so you're not paying someone to give you streams what you're doing you're paying for the playlist curator's time to listen to your music and then they decide whether your song fits their playlist or not and I was fortunate enough that uh, Christmas in Our Heart was picked up by um, a Spanish playlist curator. Wow,
0: that's amazing.
1: And now it's got over 2,000 streams within two weeks.
0: That is brilliant. You must be really (laughs) pleased with that. I'm pleased with that.
1: Next year, I can approach a publisher and say, my song did really well. I think it would suit one of your singers in your roster. Would they like to cut it? This is really where I'm going to make money. Out of artists cutting my songs, or they ending up in movies, games, TV adverts.
0: So you could have somebody, Madonna, recording one of your singles (laughs) or Cliff Richard.
1: Yeah, I doubt it, but maybe an (laughs) up-and-coming artist. It'd be nice if it was them. (laughs) I don't think Madonna ever did.
0: Uh, There you go. She needs to have a Christmas (laughs) single console. She's not done it yet. Here's a big chance. So Madonna, if you're listening to Sid Valley Radio, (laughs) get in touch. (laughs)
1: Velo Chiboletto Cordi this is my latest single Precious Gift of Love on Seed Valley Radio
2: Snow fell down at Christmas time magical
0: Precious Gift of Love by Consuelo Chivoletto Cordi. What a great song that was. And it's a real East Devon collaboration, you understand, as Richard Champagne from Budley Salterton co wrote the lyrics. And interestingly, the whole album was funded by UK charity Help Musicians and is out now on all major platforms. <laughs> Do people find out more about you if they want to contact you or find more about you on the internet? What's the best way they can do that, Consuelo?
1: You can either um, um, follow my website, which is www.consu.uk, consu being spelled C O N S U, which is short for Consuelo, or my social handles are at consu.uk, the word D O T.
0: Thank you very much. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you very much, pleasure Consuelo. Was mine. Thank Fantastic. you so much for
1: inviting me. Thank you.
0: Was Consuelo. Well, now we've got this.
3: I got a guilty pleasure. No one should indulge in public, whatever. Ooh, oh, put it on your next
2: mixtape.
0: Mickey by Tony Basil, requested by star of the show, Alice. So it's a combination of Alice's request and guilty pleasure one fell swoop. Good show, Alice, who dedicated that to Bob. Now, of course, I did realise that song was written by the Mickey Chin and Chan combination that wrote a lot of classic songs for Sweet in the 1970s, and it's originally called Hey Kitty, and it was written by for the boy band Racy who did Some Girls Do, Some Girls Don't. So there you go, another fact back band. Now we've got it. Cambodia by Kim Wilde Cambodia by Kim Wilde. Next, Temporary Secretary.
2: Temporary Secretary. Temporary Secretary.
0: secretary. Right, folks, this song is absolutely barking, but it's also stunningly brilliant. Only made number 11 in the charts in 1981. Perhaps the result of this artist being subjected to every comedian doing some really poor impersonation which weren't very funny anyway. Anyway, here's the song. It is Sat In Your Lap by the brilliant Kate Bush. there of course so now just catching up on the text messages I've been rather neglectful of them tonight somebody called Susie I don't know if it's the Susie Susie Sue says beautiful song love the approach of taking influences on anything melodic Alice Bray sent several requests in Steve Rowe the Exeter fan club as well are busy on your text messages um, Exeter fan club what can I say about Exeter City 7-0 absolute disgrace it's quite ironic really isn't it
2: An old man turned 98 He won the lottery and died the next day It's a black fly in your chardonnay Like 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife
4: It's meeting the man of my dreams And then meeting his beautiful wife And isn't it ironic?
2: Don't you think? A little too ironic And yeah, I really do think
0: ironic by alanis morissette clarification time from the exeter fan club to clarify that the exeter down club is there. i assume it means fan club to clarify the exeter fan club is a fan of the paul charles radio show and not the grecians at the moment and that was written we feel it i can see it bright red text that was written real feeling tony so i can only sympathize Anyway, to cheer us up, let's have some cracking tunes from 1979, number one smash for the Pretenders.
5: Got this in pocket, got that, I'm gonna use it, intention. Got motion, I'm a string emotion I've been diving, a day to lean in. No reason, just seems so pleasing I Got a new skank I'm Sorry I've Got something we
0: Tendered um, brass in pockets. Now, talking of disappointments, as it were previously, this is a disappointing time of the show. Really, as I'm sure you agree, the Orcs album absolutely brilliant, groundbreaking in its time, and it's a stunner. But not all tracks are completely up to scratch. Mm-hmm.
3: This is our first ever album We've never done one of these before We didn't know which songs to put on it We just really weren't that sure So we just thought we'd flesh it out with an album track That would do the job of filling time A song that wouldn't even need to sound that good As long as some of the lyrics rhyme So this is an album track You'll never get these couple of minutes back It would never be a
6: single and that's a fact It's just a disappointing album
3: track This is an album track The lyrics and the melody are just cack If you only heard this song you'd want your money back It's just
6: a disappointing album track
4: where I'm staying This is my home where I'm staying This is my home
0: was the anchor but a song by bjork absolutely a really disappointing song apart from that a decent album i thought coming up a much better song warning the one minute 12 seconds there is a swear word that rhymes with buddy you have been warned Sometimes The call with New England. Uh, spoiler alert: This artist may be appearing next week with some lovable Irish rogues. I wonder who they could be. Next, one of her best songs. I think one of her earliest songs. I think maybe her first song she ever wrote, but it is brilliant. This is "Daydreamer" from Adele. <laughs>
7: Soaking up the sun He is a real lover Of making up the past And feeling up his girl Like he's never felt a figure before A joy drive Looks good when he walks is the subject of their talk He would be hard to chase But good to catch and he could change the world With his hands behind his back, oh
0: Stuff There, Adele. We actually have people writing in in defence of Anchor's song. The fight back starts here. They love the song. It's so simple and sweet. Oh, there you go. Somebody closely connected to the night show. Big fan of Anchor song. So there you go. So, who saw Variety by the Sea this week? Absolutely brilliant. And there was a madcap person who appeared called Barbara Nice, as in The Biscuit. Who did a dead pop star musical statue, believe it or not? And did her own death match between Wham, Wake Me Up Before You Go Go, and this song. And this song won because me and my friend Steve shouted the loudest. But I'm glad we won because it's a brilliant song. Here we go I Feel Love, 12 inch version by Donna Summer. Thank you for everyone for listening for what's been a wonderful show. It's a bit like if it was a football go, It's an overhead kick type of show tonight. Really love doing it. Thank you, Consuelo. More Consuelo next week for the second part of the interview. But thank you, everyone. It's been a wonderful show. Sid Valley Radio, keeping it real. Thank you, everyone. Speak to you next week for more madness and mayhem. Take care, everyone. Be safe out there. Good night, Sidmouth, wherever you are.